spooky friends, this is Angela, your Maven of Spook. Originally, I was going to be speaking to you about urban legends, but in light of recent events, I think it's imperative to highlight the importance of Black culture in our community. In this episode, we will be speaking about African folklore. In our first tale, we're going to explore the Grootslang. This creature dwells in a hidden cave in the Rickertsfeld mountain region. Let's now transport ourselves to South Africa. In South Africa, legend has it that there's a diamond cave hidden deep beneath the Rickertsfeld, a very rocky mountainous region in the country's northwest corner. No one has fully explored or excavated this cave because of the fear of the treacherous monster. It is said the monster guards the entrance and that it's so terrifying that many explorers refuse to go near the cave. The explorers who attempted to search the cave have never been seen or heard from again. Grootslang is described as a 50-foot-long snake with diamond eyes. It originates from hell and bursts from the depths of the underworld to protect its cave filled with treasures. According to South African legend, Grootslang was one of the first creatures created by divine energy before man ever existed. The creature was massive in size, larger than an elephant. This powerful serpent was incredibly intelligent and could outwit any human. The great snake was extremely dangerous. The gods who created the creature did not realize the power they were giving this monster. The snake could easily coil around its victim and crush them to death. It was a mistake. The gods knew the art of creating life, and they didn't understand the dangers of making something as powerful and dangerous. They tried to correct it. The gods tried to exterminate every Grootslang that lived. They split the powers of the Grootslang and dispersed them across two species, the elephant and the snake. But one Grootslang managed to escape. She became the mother of a whole species of mythological creatures that the gods themselves called a deadly error. When the first Europeans moved into the Congo, the natives told them that the Grootsling still hid in the recesses of their land. These mythological creatures lived in bottomless pits and great caves that extended 50 miles across. Most Grootsling hoarded tons of glittering diamonds and guarded them with greed and envy. They say natives used this myth of the Grootsling to ward off colonizers. The Grootslang lies in wait for anyone foolish enough to stumble into its domain to crush them to death or by luring in elephants and crushing them and swallowing them whole, making the Grootslang one of African folklore's most terrifying mythological creatures. The Castle of Good Hope conceals a haunted torture dungeon. Building of the castle began in 1666 and was occupied in 1674. It is one of South Africa's largest and oldest colonial buildings. The moat around the castle would fill with water from the sea at high tide. Inside the castle, there are cells with a donker gat, or black hole, where there is a windowless dungeon that served as a torture chamber. 
During the winter floods, the water rose three foot within a minute, drowning some of the convicts that were chained to the walls. Slaves, outlaws, and rebellious natives were executed within the castle for trying to escape. The giant fortress became a thriving center in Cape Town and housed a church and shops, among other things. At one point, it was partially converted into a prison. The Castle of Good Hope is known for many hauntings. Those include a large black hound who's haunted the castle grounds and chases people, then disappears at the last second. Lights switch on and off by themselves, and disembodied voices of a man and a woman arguing have been heard near the guard room. In 1729, seven soldiers were unfairly and illegally condemned to death by Governor Peter Gipsbert Van Noot for desertion. Just before the execution, one of the soldiers stood on the gallows and called Van Noot to justice. That same day, Van Noot was found dead in his chair. His apparition has been seen and heard swearing at people passing by. Most noted is a haunted house in Cape Town that is linked to the castle by a secret passageway. The ghost of a woman has been seen looking out the upstairs window, watching for her seafaring lover. On the ground floor of the house, another woman has been seen wearing a long dress floating off the floor and she's been known to tap people on the shoulder with an invisible hand. Her footsteps can also be heard. Lady Anne Barnard is the most romantic ghost of the castle. She resided in the late 18th century as the colony's first lady. She made the large hall of the residence into a beautiful ballroom. Her spirit is said to be seen when parties are being held in honor of important people. So, beware walking the grounds of the Castle of Good Hope. You have a very good chance of experiencing a ghostly encounter from the spirits of the past. West African folklore, Anansi is a trickster god that is often depicted as a spider. One of the creepier stories about Anansi explains why spiderwebs are often found in the corner of the ceiling. Anansi was out walking one day when he came upon a house. He walked down the wall with its spider legs and came down to a porch. There was an old man sitting there. Anansi was extremely thirsty so he asked the old man if he could have some water. The old man said nothing, so Anansi went inside and helped himself to some water. He also stuffed himself with food, figuring that if the man objected to that, he would say something. Anansi left and returned the next day and did the same thing again, with no protest from the old man. The day afterwards, Anansi returned with one of his daughters, and offered her hand in marriage to the man in exchange for his kindness. He still said nothing, so Anansi left and returned the next day. On the fourth day, Anansi again found the old man on the porch, but his daughter was missing. It was then that the old man spoke. He said, My name is Death, and you came looking for me. I did not invite you into my house. To add insult to injury, you brought me your ugly daughter, so I ate her. 
Now I'm going to have you for lunch. Anansi fled and ran back to his home. He figured he could outrun death, but he was wrong. Soon death was at his door. Anansi quickly gathered his wife and children and pulled them high into a ceiling beam. He thought death could not touch them, for he could not climb. But one by one, each member of his family fell from the beam, and death set them aside. He only wanted Anansi. Thinking quickly, the spider asked Death to set a bag of flour underneath him to break his fall. Death agreed, and finally Anansi let go. But instead of landing in the soft, powdery cushion, he jumped onto Death's head and pushed him face first into the flour. With Death temporarily blinded, Anansi gathered his family and ran. Death never caught him, and that's why spiderwebs often appear in high places. So next time you see a spider spinning its spider web, maybe it's a nonzi, or maybe it's just a little spider looking for its next lunch. Congo Mato was said to have lived in the Juandu swamps in western Zambia, near the border of Congo and Angola. It was described as having no feathers, smooth black or red skin, a wing span between four foot and seven foot, and possessing a beak full of teeth. Its head, entire body, and wings are covered with a leathery reptilian skin. It has large, sharp, and powerful claws that can overpower, clutch, and carry off substantially large prey with ease. It was known to suddenly attack from the sky, dive into lakes and to rivers, and to capsize boats and drown any passengers. Any living creature who dared to look into its eyes would enrage this beast and cause their certain death. Any possible sighting or mention of this deadly mythical beast would set entire villages running in fear, abandoning their possessions and homes. Scholars refer to the Congo model as the African pterodactyl. Could ancient prehistoric flying reptiles, thought to have died out 65 million years ago, still be roaming the dense swampy areas and hot desert mountain regions of Africa? These swamps are so overgrown with vines and undergrowth that human travel is next to impossible. In addition, the ground is often so soft that humans cannot even stand without sinking, and the many rivers and waterlogged areas block many avenues of access. Vicious insects and other critters that can cause sickness from disease or death from venom accompany the hostile terrain. Africa is hiding its secrets well. If there are living dinosaurs alive today, these dense, overgrown, swampy areas of Africa are prime candidates for harboring them and keeping them away from any human interaction. The legend of the Boloko comes from central Zaire. These dwarf-like creatures have sharp claws, large mouths, and are covered in hair that looks like grass. 
They live deep in the dense parts of the rainforest. They wear little bells around their necks, and the sound of these bells can enchant listeners into falling under their spell. The Biloko attack any poor soul who has the misfortune of walking past their dwelling in a hollowed-out tree. Experienced hunters know to avoid the Biloko, and so many common legends involve an inexperienced hunter or a visitor to the area being attacked. The Biloko are diabolical dwarf-like entities believed to roam the nethermost region of the rainforest in central Zaire. According to the legends, these beings are restless ancestor spirits who still harbor resentment toward the living. They zealously guard the forest and its living creatures from the hollow trees in which they hide. Women lose consciousness at the sight of them, and only the most daring hunters enter these forests and survive. Apart from their hideous appearance, long sharp claws and sharp toothed mouths that can open wide enough to swallow a human being whole, they also have a tendency to bewitch and eat all those who come under their spell. Take this as a warning. If by chance you ever are walking in the rainforest and come across a dwarf-like creature, run for your life. Whether it's the Grootslang of South Africa, the Congo Motto, or the Biloko, haunted castles, or dense swamplands, one thing all these tales tell is a lesson of warning. Be aware of your surroundings and don't go looking for trouble or you surely will find it. On the next episode, I'm going to be telling you tales of haunted toys. Toys have always been a delight to children. These toys are unlike any other toys you'll find at the store, and they each hold their own sinister history. Until next time, keep it spooky and happy hauntings.